0: All the laughs without the anxiety. Mike Klein presents my Jewish parents. Yes, I
1: it's a Jewish parents.
0: Wait a minute. So last weekend, last Friday night, we were sitting down to dinner for Rosh Hashanah, which, by the way, we watched it on Zoom, right, Mom? Is that? Yes. It was, uh, it was a good c- ceremony. I think, Dad, you had too many drinks, though, didn't you? <laughs> and, Mom, you got mad because uh, he didn't clean up afterwards. Is that what you were upset about?
2: What was I mad about? I don't know. I you don't were
0: know. like, oh, you had too many glasses. Now you can't clean up. That's what you said.
2: Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: I thought that was pretty funny.
2: He's got to help out too.
0: Right. <laughs> and then the sad news about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like literally like right. at nine o'clock, right. like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night.
2: I know. It was a shock.
1: Yeah. I I, I was I was lying down and you came in to tell me that uh, she had just passed uh, and I didn't know she was that sick. I mean, I knew she was sick, but I didn't know she was critical at the time. You know, so it was a shock when you said that. Uh, And immediately it brought to mind my experience in meeting her when I met her years ago. Mm -hmm. I think it was. uh, in 1994-95. She was on the court in 1993. She was appointed to the court by Clinton. Right. Had been a justice for about at least eight or nine years when I saw her. Anyway, uh, your mother was attending a convention for therapists in Santa Fe, New Mexico.
0: Right.
2: Creativity uh, and uh, madness.
1: Creativity
0: and madness. How do you remember the topics? That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, no,
2: they, Do it every year.
1: Yeah, and and, and it was rather famous people that are artists or musicians, and Mm -hmm. uh, they had some psychological issues and how it was dealt, how it affects us. But that's not the point. Is I wasn't attending any uh, workshops. I just was with your 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 mother there. Yep. uh, Santa Fe is a very interesting city. It's beautiful in New Mexico. Uh, It has a lot of very famous museums, uh, and one of the most famous museums is Georgia O'Keeffe. Georgia O'Keeffe was a very famous feminine artist who lived outside of the Faye. She had a ranch in New Mexico. But at any rate, she had her museum there, beautiful museum. And if you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg, two, two two of her big loves or interests was opera and santa fe has a beautiful opera facility in the hills there in the mount opera house is gorgeous it's outdoors so she must have been there to see an opera and also she was visiting georgia o'keefe's museum she was very much supporting feminine artists and georgia o'keefe was quite an interesting artist uh Anyway, yeah. so I was I was there looking at the museum inside, and suddenly I see a little bunch of group of people coming in, and sure enough, it was uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She came in with her entourage of, I guess, uh, aides and support, and, uh, several people around her, and uh, she was such a little thing. She was so small, I couldn't believe it. She came in. And I was so taken up by that. I was looking at a painting and one in the room there where she came in. But uh, I just wanted to say hello to her when she came in with her entourage. And I normally would not have had the nerve to do it. But she was smiling. She had such. I remember that she had a smile that really caught you and grabbed you. She was a very warm person, quiet, very uh, small.
0: She was tiny, right? She's small.
1: Small, very size, very small, very quiet. I just kind of walked near. I said, excuse me, uh, Your Honor, I just need, I don't want to bother you, but I just want to tell you how much I appreciate your work on the court and all the wonderful things you've done for women and for, for men, for all of us. I appreciate it, and I hope you stay there much longer and do even more good things. Thank you. She looked at me. She beamed, and she said, thank you. And she said, thank you very
0: much and then she for what you off. said. Okay.
1: And and she went about her No business. pictures? You didn't get a picture with her?
0: Excuse me? I said you didn't get a picture with her?
1: I just saw. I don't know. I know knew who she She could have yeah. been with others. But she. I didn't see, see her husband or anything. Just She was there. And uh, she had her uh, uh, entourage around her, her, taking care of her. But, you know, her smile was like someone's hand that reached out and grabs you and pulls you in and says, come here, come here. She was such a sweet person, such a nice person. In Judaism, we say when we talk about someone that's passed, we say, may her memory be a blessing and may her memory be
0: a blessing. So, Dad, normally explain this to me because, I mean, I I think I know this, but normally when, when a Jewish person passes away, they have to be buried pretty fast, right?
1: Uh, well, in in Judaism, uh, traditionally, it should be within uh, forty eight hours.
0: Boy, well, obviously, this is going on. I don't. I think they're burying her on Saturday or today. Oh, I think. Yeah.
1: Well, there are variations. Uh, I, when when there's a holiday, you mm-hmm. can't be buried on Shabbat. On you know, and and a holiday, you can't be buried. So there are exceptions to that rule. Uh, the general thing is and the other thing that you'll notice i don't know uh if you did is that and i'm pretty sure in judaism it's still that that, that it's usually a closed casket a
0: right casket. right right right. was, was it an open uh, casket i didn't see that uh, we you know because i went to the uh thing at the supreme court last night i went up to new york yeah. uh, dc excuse me and yeah. uh uh, the line was insane by the way. So I kind of went around the bin of the line. And yeah. we you know we saw the coffin from a distance and yeah. you know and we I mean I mean there was the line was just crazy but I think the, the I mean the coffin's closed though, right? I mean I didn't think, yes. yeah, it wasn't open. Yeah.
2: Oh, of course
0: not. It, it didn't seem like it was open at all, but you know it's funny as I was thinking about bringing up flowers to the thing but then I realized you're not supposed to bring flowers. You're not supposed to send flowers when you're Jewish to someone's funeral. No, so are, didn't do that. There are always exceptions. <laughs> right, 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 right. There's always exceptions. Uh, no. So she'll get buried when then, Dad? When will uh, she? She's
1: pres- gonna be buried uh, at Arlington. Yeah. I think it's today. I don't know. I think, but well, she's gonna be buried before sundown because she bought You know.
0: Okay, so she uh, gets buried today then, probably.
1: Is buried today. I guess you'd have to wait till Sunday. But um, Monday, Sunday night is is Russia, is Yom Kippur. So... Mm It's, it's right in between
0: that. Uh, oh, yeah. So she can't. Get, oh, yeah. Sunday night is uh, Young Kippur. Sunday night. You, uh, yeah. Well, Mom, are you eating again what, during the podcast? What what? Mom, what, what are you eating on the podcast right now?
2: An apple.
0: Oh, you're not supposed to eat during the podcast. It's not snack time. Well, it's
2: an apple from Rosh Hashanah.
0: Mom, that's a. <laughs> wow. That's a good excuse.
1: It, no, Dad, where's is. your
0: wine for Rosh Hashanah? Uh, I
1: drank it up.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'd be drinking it right now. Apparently, Mom's having an apple. i was afraid to drink it. What are you doing with that, please? What, what, what are you doing with the apple?
2: Oh, anyway. Okay. Between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, because Yom Kippur is supposed to be thinking... Of how we might have hurt someone and how we might want to make amends to them, and also how we might have what they call missed the mark, yeah, um, and how we want to turn you know more to our true selves. And so, young kipper is a very stay. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the interesting thing that they were talking about the Rosh Hashanah is they were talking about actually. The Black Plague in the, in the, I think it was the 15th century. How
1: epidemic
2: half of Europe was killed, something like that from it. Um, anyway, that from that, it, it wasn't that life went back to normal. It was a new normal. It was totally new. And, and we should expect that also from after this pandemic. It's not just going to go back. It's it's going to be a new world, a new... Are you going to wear
0: masks forever now? No. I mean, we probably have a good year from probably wearing masks, I think.
1: Oh, I think we're gonna be wearing masks for a while. Uh, right. You know this this result. I think people but are gonna be
0: scared for not wearing a mask now. You know.
1: What'd
2: you say?
0: I think after even you get the vaccine in and we and, and we get rid of this, I think people are still gonna be scared not to wear the mask. And, but
2: it's not a terrible idea, and there's nothing wrong with wearing a mask.
0: We'll see how the flu is this year.
1: Uh uh-huh. Well, you know that it's really interesting. They say because we're taking precautions, wearing a mask, what. Mm-hmm. Our hands right. and keeping a distance,
2: uh-huh.
1: and that that's going to also reduce the flu.
0: It yeah. should, that's what I'm saying. It should,
1: yeah. So, it may be helpful,
2: right?
0: For flu as well. So, it may not be. Yeah, well,
2: we got our flu shots. Did yeah. you get yours?
0: No, not yet, because I wasn't feeling well earlier in the week, but now All I right. feel better.
2: The flu shot. The flu shot.
1: That's really important. Uh, it really is, mm-hmm. but I can tell you another thing that I think is going to change,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and that is, is that due to this experience we've had with the pandemic and the virus, I think we're going to start being more concerned with public health. I
2: hope.
1: Public, we don't have. A oh yeah,
0: I think. I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah.
1: So when in the future there are going to be other epidemics and other problems, yeah. mm-hmm. we'll be ready for taking care of ourselves
0: we'll be ready unless it's a 100 years from now like it did last time
1: yeah and
2: by the way it doesn't go away you see what i'm t- that, that that black pl- plague it didn't go away it goes in different forms it right mutates led. yeah
0: mm-hmm. it mutates. mutates. right and right t-
1: now <laughs> let me tell you so let me share something really wild with you for this podcast. Okay. Because that's interesting. Uh, one of my most favorite movies and authors mm. is yep. H.G. Wells. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, do you remember the, mo- the 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 radio? Then there was the movie War of the Worlds, where we were invaded yes. by. Mar-
0: yeah. Was that Orson Welles or something?
1: Sources and mm. Martians Game. All right. Well, listen, this is very, very important. Okay. okay. So they came, and we couldn't compete with Martians. I mean, these were advanced, you know, mm-hmm. creatures. They had flying saucers. They, they were killing people, right and left, taking over our world. Uh, all the different countries were fighting with each other, then they were mm-hmm. fighting with them, and they couldn't do anything to to beat them. And they were, you know, it was a whole thing going on, and, and, and it was awful. Mm-hmm. What happened in the end? In the end, the Martians started dying. The sources and the Martians, what happened was they were not able to deal with the viruses on Earth. Oh, the infections and the little oh. virus that we don't see killed the Martians off. It killed them off, but it saved the world. It saved the world because the most littlest thing in the world, invisible thing. A virus that we don't even see saved us, uh, uh, saved the world. So what this epidemic should teach us is that while it's dangerous, the viruses and the things that are sent to us can may, should make us begin to appreciate our world, should appreciate the earth, should appreciate the pollution, not have being polluted. This should wake us up to understand how important it is where we live, and what we live on yeah taking. so with every horrible thing that brings darkness and tragedy brings light and hopefulness so i remember that story I it was really an important story you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we're struggling with a virus now, That's right? Killing, but it helped us, can help us if we're being, you know, anyway. Yeah.
2: It can so, help us go beyond ourselves and take care of our planet, right. which we have not been doing.
0: No. And it's going to be cold here this winter, I hear. It's, I'm not looking forward to that.
1: To, to okay. make another connection with the time of year we're in, yeah. we're going into a new year. And we need to make a pledge of how we're going to be different and what we're going to do for our world, for our family, for our community, Right? how we make things better. Right. So we should do, we should keep that in mind. See, everything has, a, has attachment to it. And the wonderful example of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who spent her life helping people, women and men and all of us, Become better, involved and active, and everything connects. We have to draw the line from dot to dot. Right. So I just share that.
0: Let's talk about fasting because you're supposed to fast yeah. on Yom Kippur, right?
2: Your father always has.
0: Yeah. Are and you gonna fast, Mom?
2: No, I don't fast.
0: Yeah, you don't fast. No. See, my <laughs> friend Shelly, who's also Jewish, she you know, she's also single. Yeah. She says she can't. But- she can't get involved with me because we don't fast. <laughs> I'm serious Oh come on! I'm man. serious She says I'm not real She says I'm not really Jewish Because I don't fast on Yom Kippur Last year I fast for a date with her But I, we never went on the date So it never happened Alright so mom you're not going to fast Well you're not fasting right now But you're not going to fast at all right Dad are you going to try to fast this year uh,
1: yeah, yeah I'm going to try to fast a little bit
0: uh, <laughs> I'm going to fast for also I, I, weight I, loss
1: you're not supposed to fast if you're not feeling well and and it's you know uh, dangerous to you, you yeah know, yeah if you're sick or anything like that uh, but if you're functioning normally you should you know fa- the whole concept of fasting is is not only to clean your head out of ideas and thoughts that that you carry with you but to clean your body out and 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 look at the new year as a you're a container so Contain things in there that are more helpful, more positive for you.
0: Why do so, I feel like Bubby never fasted either? And like back in the day, she would convince me to eat and get busted. Why do I feel like she did that? Is um, that right? Um,
2: Bubby uh, was an atheist. She wasn't interested in religion.
1: She didn't believe. <laughs> she didn't believe she in didn't? religion and the traditional um, aspects of religion. Oh, no,
2: she didn't.
0: Right. She okay. didn't. hmm uh, mm-hmm. she didn't fast. No. Of course, the way she ate looked like she was fasting because she, you know, That's she didn't true. eat that much. Maybe she was right. fasting over time. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I I have no idea. So there is mm-hmm. some good news about the coronavirus. Uh, airlines are going to cancel their changing fees now. So, so if you want to change your flight, they won't charge you that hundred and fifty dollar thing now. They're probably that way oh, yes. it makes up three percent of their revenue. So now they're going to get rid of that. So people probably won't be scared to like book a flight now and then cancel mm-hmm. at the last minute. You know, Southwest mm-hmm. has been doing that for years. And then now like I guess United Airlines is offering like COVID tests on the airplanes. So like when you go to Hawaii, because because Hawaii, it's a it's a mandatory 14 days that you have to like you have to stay in the hotel. But if you have a COVID test when you come off the airplane, and it's negative, then you don't have to quarantine for 14 days. So now they're so they're offering those to some of the passengers and some of the routes. Which is, okay. see, I mean, this is becoming the new norm. Mm-hmm. Um, new York, uh, my friend Toby went up to New York last weekend. He said it wasn't that bad. Everybody thinks that New York is terrible right now and there's people, crime has overrun the city, which is not necessarily true. I mean, there's still, there's definitely a lot more crime than ever there, but mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a ton in Manhattan, though, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of interesting, this whole situation with this coronavirus. But I'll tell you, yesterday uh, at Ruth Bader Ginsburg's thing mm-hmm. at the Supreme Court, People, everybody was wearing masks, but the line to see the, the uh, casket took like at least three or four hours. Wow. And I was not willing to be in a group of people like that. So that's why I was able to get it. I mean, the cool thing is you were able to get around the building and see it from the side, which was really cool, too, because, you know, you could see. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you weren't that close. I don't think you got that close, even if you waited in line. So I feel like, you know, mine was the safest way to go anyways. Right.
2: You're probably right.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, There was lots of walking. And you know, which is good for me. But you know, so mm-hmm. you've been following the story about Breonna Taylor in Louisville. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is your? Have you been following the whole story? Like, what exactly happened? Well, I, I, I think, I think that the
1: biggest annoyance and concern that people have is that no one knows what happened with the grand jury because the grand jury only gets information that the attorney general gives them to look at. Okay. So if he didn't give them certain information, then they would come up with a different conclusion. That's why they say a prosecutor or attorney general who's a prosecutor can decide if he wants to convict someone or not by the information he gives the grand jury. Was it fair that he give them information on both sides, you know, or just to just to uh get the innocence of the police officers or did he give other information that that was not in favor of the police officer uh and he that's not released they want right. that
0: release yeah and he hasn't that, released it yet and then that's a the big
1: issue i think if they re, if they release that That'll be okay. The only other thing I would say is that this prosecutor, uh, the Attorney General in Louisville, in, in Kentucky, not Louisville,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: Louisville, attended the Republican convention. Yes. Was the speaker there. So. There's a lot of politics. A lot of people
0: politics. are upset about that. They're like, you know, yeah. is this is this a political there a decision? Yeah, there's the, the people are. Just, is this a, is this a political decision or is this a real decision? And then you know,
1: what um, was it? Yeah, what was the information? And also, the other thing you need to understand is, the city of Louisville settled with the family and gave them $12 million. So they wouldn't give them $12 million unless they felt they really did something wrong. Why would they give them $12 million? So
0: Well, I know they did something wrong, but It I, doesn't yeah.
1: add up right. Doesn't add
0: up right. I think what they're saying is that this was a botched operation. It was a from what all the people in Louisville are saying, all the people that are you know, that are involved with the mayors mayors and the and the governor are saying that this was a botched operation. They put this thing together, to a makeshift thing or whatever they did. They didn't handle it correctly, but they didn't violate any crimes because they were shot at and so they shot back at them. That's the problem. That's what that's what everyone's saying. That's
1: what everyone's saying. Well, that's one way of looking at it. Uh, so the city uh, is
0: definitely in violation. They definitely yeah. win that money. I just, that guy, that police officer did get fired. He got charged with something stupid where I guess oh, he yeah. endangered other apartments by shooting because they were shooting wildly in the neighborhood.
1: Yeah. I think it was 30 or 40 bullets they shot.
0: Yeah. For or two people. And so I don't know. I think people are just crazy about it. Now I'm seeing, you know, Louisville, you know, I lived there for some time. You know, almost three years, and I liked living there, and I thought it was a great city. And now yeah. it looks like it's being destroyed, and it's very sad. Yeah. Baltimore, by the way, they had protests in Baltimore yeah. last night.
1: Now, you know what I would say? Uh, I was thinking if, there, if, if some bad stuff was done, and they didn't do the right thing, and took this poor woman's life, I what they should do is have it. The black people there should have an economic boycott of Louisville. Just don't spend any money. Close it down economically. Then until they get make some changes, that works. Instead of protesting and having riots, I think that would be that would work.
0: But I don't know. Well, I mean, it's already pretty much shut down, anyways. It's been shut yeah. down since April since April since the shooting happened. They have not. Yeah, you know, between the pandemic, I know that all the steakhouses have almost left the city. They have, it's a poor city now. There's this will set them back by 10 years for sure. Oh boy. Yeah. This is not, this is like Baltimore, like 2015, but probably, you know, Baltimore's next to Washington. There's nothing near Louisville. So I think it could be set back many years. That's a shame. I really do. I don't think this is going to come back anytime soon. No one's going to want to live in that city anymore. And you know, they walked all the way up to the old neighborhoods that I lived in, in the Highlands hmm that's like that's like six or seven miles from downtown so they walked everywhere because they shut down downtown yeah so people are upset with the mayor because they, there was gang problems in that city and he didn't address it and this is everybody thinks this is what happened because of it but i i don't know I well, bad police officers
1: i i i i know i guess i could say something but that may not be uh, that may be controversial what are you gonna but, say it's a, uh, Louisville is an open-carry state, yes. which means you can walk around with guns yes. in the open. Loaded. Loaded. Right. You can walk around with guns in the open. I, don't, I think that that's wrong, have, have an open-carry state. Uh, you shouldn't be able to walk around with weapons that
2: are loaded.